I want to thank you for joining us today on the Teen Challenge of Southern California podcast. If you didn't know, we have a 24-7 prayer hotline. It's staffed by Teen Challenge staff members who are ready to pray with you anytime, anywhere. Call us today at 888-520-0620. And if you know someone who is struggling with addiction and needs to come into our program, you can refer them to this same number, 888-520-0620, and we can help them begin their new life. You better get ready for the next series we're starting in our podcast. We just got done with our annual Spiritual Emphasis event. Boy, was it miraculous. It was hosted at our newest campus, Central Valley Teen Challenge. This campus just opened in 2015, and if you haven't been there, you're missing out. This campus was miraculously prepared by God for Teen Challenge. It's beautiful, it's spacious, it can house up to 140 men. You're gonna be blessed today. Listen in as Herlindo Salinas, director of San Diego Teen Challenge, shares at Spiritual Emphasis 2021. If you haven't had the chance, please subscribe to our podcast channel today. You'll be notified every time a new episode comes out, and it's a way for us to stay in touch during these difficult times. God bless you today, my friends. Just want to want to share with you um, my heart and also the uh, encouraging word that I believe the Lord would want for you to hear this morning. Uh, thank you, Micah. That was a great encouraging word, brother. We're going to spend time in the man cave. This is the best man cave I've ever seen before and the biggest one. Uh, so be encouraged by the word that Micah spoke to you. And also I want to thank John Burns for allowing me and asking me if I would come and share with you uh, these, these men. I came in a Teen Challenge uh, in November 25th, 1990. So it's been... a uh, Almost 31 years since I've been into the program, if I got my math right. Also, I would like to share with you that I was at a spiritual emphasis, uh, 19, no, it was 2000, 2015. And I had recently got diagnosed with liver, liver, uh, liver cancer. And... Uh, Ron called me up to the, uh, or I came up to the, uh, to the stage at a spiritual emphasis, and and uh, the men and women there they they prayed for me, uh, and I was um, I was able to receive a liver uh, after I got on the liver transplant list with uh, within six months. So uh, praise the Lord that God is uh, God is faithful. And also, throughout this time that you're going to spend here, you're going to have an opportunity to, uh, whether it's an altar call there uh, at your seat or however they work it out, but I want for you to really uh, um, welcome the invitation of being in God's presence. And whatever that invitation is, I want, and I want to encourage you that you would participate in it. I remember being in induction uh, and every time they had an altar call, I would run forward. <laughs> Didn't matter if I was safe or not. I'm going to get saved again. <laughs> and I would, I would run to the altar, and I would get on my hands and knees, and I would pray, Lord, help me. And for a long time, that was my prayer. Lord, help me. I want to change. 
Lord, help me. I want to change. And many times that I would be there at the altar, I would be there crying. And I tell you right now that the more I cried, the more I wanted to cry. And I didn't care who was looking or who was next to me. I wanted to cry more. And you know what? The better I felt every time I cried. So there's nothing wrong with being a man and falling before the presence of the Lord and your hands and knees and crying out to God and asking him for help. There's nothing wrong with that. So I encourage you to do that. Been asked to speak on the faithfulness of the Lord and faithfulness in the family. I grew up in a very poor, poor family. My mom and dad came over from Mexico in 1955, and I was born uh, 13 days later. I was born uh, on Valentine's Day, February 14. They came over February 1st. And I remember my mom telling us, and I barely remember. Uh, you know, going to work early in the mornings when I was young and, and my mom and dad be out there in the fields working in the uh, uh, Hidalgo Valley there in Texas. But my mom and my dad were very faithful to the family. They wanted to provide, they wanted to meet the needs of the families. They wanted to do the best they could in bringing us up. My mom and dad grew up Catholic, but my mom was very faithful in her time of prayer. She would pray for me for many, many years, and she would say, Herlinda, I'm praying for you. And I know that someday you're gonna change. In Spanish, she would tell me, un día tú vas a cambiar, mijo. I would say, can you say that, mom? And with a big old smile on her face, she would say, porque yo estoy orando por ti, because I am praying for you. And the faithfulness of the Lord has granted her her prayers. She would pray for a long, long time, and I know that some of you can relate to that, that your mom, your family had been praying for you for, for years and years, and you know what? Their prayers have been answered. So I want to encourage you that whenever you spend some time with your loved ones, uh, whether it's family visit, encourage them. Tell them, you know what, mom and dad, I don't need nothing. God's going to provide. God is faithful. God's going to provide all my needs, and he's going to meet all my needs. So be encouraging to your mom and dad. The Bible says that we need to honor our parents. Ephesians 6, 1 through 4 reads like this. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your mother and your father, which is the first commandment with a promise, so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on earth. Fathers, do not expectate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instructions of the Lord. When you have an opportunity, honor your mom and dad. Be there for them. Honor them publicly, but also honor them privately. When you have an opportunity, pull each of them aside and say, you know what, mom, forgive me for what I've done. Dad, forgive me for what I did. There was a time when I knew that I needed to do that after I came to the Lord. There was a, I, I knew that I needed to ask my dad for forgiveness. And I didn't know what the 
conversation was going to go like. You know, I had made a, a, a bad, bad mistakes and I had caused a lot of problems in my home, in my mom and dad's home. I had done a lot of bad things. So I needed to do that. So I took up the courage and I said, God, be, be with me. And I remember going in the living room, my dad sitting down watching TV. I said, Dad, I want for you to forgive me for what I've done. The conversation didn't go as I planned. He didn't say, okay, okay, son, it's going to be all right. He didn't do that. But I knew that the Lord had put it upon my heart to do that. And that was the beginning of a relationship that we had never had before. We spent many, many good days there at home. When I used to go visit, when I was in Teen Challenge or after I became a staff member, we would spend many, many good, good conversations. Sometimes there would be just silent conversations, but we would be sitting next to each other, enjoying our presence. I remember the words that he whispered to me when I was coming in to Teen Challenge. I gave him a hug. He was outside. My mom and my, my sister and my my mom were in the, uh, in the office. My dad was outside, and he says, uh, I go outside to give him a hug, and he, he whispered something in my ear. He said, son, you can do it. And those were encouraging words, and I know that they were encouraging words from the Lord. Excuse me while I drink this water. After I had the liver transplant, I, my mouth gets real dry. And as we get older, things change. You know, my mom and dad went home to be with the Lord already. And um, God is so faithful that he helped me through those tough times. My dad was there in the hospital bed, and I had the opportunity to pray with him. Once again, encouraging him that he was going to be in God's presence. And he nodded his head. I had the opportunity to be at my grandma's presence in the hospital bed when they were taking her away. And I said, Grandma, it's going to be okay. Va a estar con el Señor. And she just nodded her head. Amen. Amen. I didn't have an opportunity to be with my mom's side when she uh, went home to be with the Lord. But I had an opportunity to spend many, many, many good, good evenings with her. I would call her up, Mom, I'm going to stop by and I'm going to go visit you. And she would wait up for me. And she would always have a nice home-cooked meal waiting for me. And we would spend many, many, many good, good conversations about the goodness and the mercy and the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I would tell her, and Señor me cambió, the Lord has changed me, and she would just smile and she would cry. My mom was about this tall. <laughs> very hard worker, very hard worker. We used to work together in the fields, and, uh, and she would wake up in the morning, sometimes four o'clock in the morning, fix the lunch for us, for the whole family of seven kids. And she would work right alongside of us. We would come home and she would get right to work and she would go start cooking dinner. And my mom loved the Lord. In her own way, she would have those conversations and her prayers with the Lord. 
My mom never drove a car. Uh, she never went to a movie theater. My mom didn't know how to read or write. She understood English. She would say, yo estoy, yo sé lo que estás hablando. I know what you're saying. <laughs> but she never, she never uh, spoke uh, English. And she never learned how to write. When she was getting ready to come across the US and she needed to sign, whenever she were ever signing any document, she would sign the little cross. But she would put a, she would put the sign of the cross. She would put the cruz on there. And so the reason I tell you these things is because we have opportunities to be able to spend some time with our loved ones, with our families, that you honor them, that you respect them, that you spend time with them, that you honor them publicly and also privately. Look for opportunities to be able to spend some time with your, your mom and dad and also with your children. As you're, if you have children, that you seek the Lord and ask for his wisdom to be able to give them the guidance that they need, especially during this time. Proverbs 22.6 says, start, off, start children off on the way they should go, and even though they are old, they will not turn from it. Both our daughters have been in, uh, both one, have one daughter that's been in Teen Challenge, and uh, she is not serving the Lord right now. I have another daughter that is uh, 23 years old, uh, in a few days, and she, is, she grew up in the church. She is not serving the Lord right now. And that is my desire. My wife and I desire that they would come back to know Christ, that they would come back to the goodness and the mercy and the grace of our Lord and Savior. And we need to be there for our children. There's times when my daughter calls 3 o'clock in the morning. She lives on her own. And uh, a few days ago, my, mo- uh, my, my wife woke me up. She says, she says hon, would you... Uh, we had our watching our, our, our uh, grandson. And she said, will you stay here with Thompson while I go and see how Lisa's doing? She called and she was crying. Three o'clock in the morning and she's going through a very hard time of uh, depression and so forth. But we need to be there for our kids. And God is so faithful that he will help us. That he will help us walk through this hard and, and difficult times. You know, that familiar portion of scripture in Joshua 24, 15, the last part of that is, but as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord as he was addressing the tribes of Israel. You make the choice who you're going to serve. But as for us, as for me, we are going to serve the Lord. Take that stand for take this take that stand for the Lord. When you go back to your families, uh, guys that are married, when you go back to your wives and welcome you with open arms, there's going to be a time where you're going to have to make a decision and stand up for what is right. But you need to start standing up for what is right now, today, here. And then you will have an opportunity to do that. I want to encourage you. 
And I want to pray that the Lord speaks to you in a special and unique way. And he will speak to you and be open to receive and to listen to what the Lord has for you. We serve a faithful God, merciful God, graceful God. We can all, we can all testify to that. You know, I, I thank the Lord. Both my, uh, both my brothers have uh, passed away from liver cancer. And often I ask the Lord, why is it that I, have, that, that I was allowed to be able to continue living with this liver transplant? And, and, and they, they uh, both went on to be with you. And, you know, I, I don't know what, I, I don't know the reason as to why. But I do know that the Lord saved me for a purpose and a reason. And I can tell you many, many stories where I knew for a fact that I was in the presence of the Lord even as a young boy. There was a time when my mom and dad would go to work and I was going to school. I was in the second grade probably and they would always give us a couple of coins to be able to stop at the little store in the neighborhood. I remember this one day. I went to the store and bought an ice cream. And uh, as I was walking home, eating the ice cream, I remember taking a lick of the ice cream and then holding it up to the sky. And I was letting God have some. So we were walking together and we were sharing an ice cream. And the true story, I remember like if it happened yesterday, me and God were enjoying an ice cream, vanilla ice cream. That's my favorite. But I shared these humorous stories with you because God is so good. If only I would have turned to the Lord a long time ago, but it wasn't until I was 35 years old that I walked into the doors of Teen Challenge. But I tell you right now, with all your heart, serve the Lord with all your heart. And let everybody know that you're serving the Lord with all your heart. Let your parents know, your mom and dad, mom, I'm a different person. uh, I'm a different person now. I remember my mom coming to visit me on that um, one day for family day. They're in chapter at the man's ranch. And I remember she bought a big old bucket of Kentucky fried chicken. I got a picture of that. And I show it to the students. I show it wherever I can. I always brag about my mom. She bought a big old bucket of Kentucky fried chicken. She bought some burritos also. And I stuck those burritos in my pocket and I took them back to the dorm. I was passing them out, man. I had all kinds of friends. (laughs) But God is faithful. Guys, I want for you to be encouraged wherever you're at in induction phase, ministry institute, or in Riverside, wherever the Lord has you or here. God is also faithful and so good. There's no life like it. And I... You know, I got all kinds of, I've got a pocket full of stuff here that I, I got, I got, uh, I'll finish with this, okay? I got, uh, I got uh, batteries for my hearing aids, and, uh, and, 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 and I got some sugar tablets in case my sugar goes low, and, and, and then I got, I got insulin in this pocket over here, and, and then I got a little, a little thing full of pills that, 
for my medications that I got to take. But you know what? God is so good. God is faithful. And the reason I tell you this, because it's a time and an opportunity for us to get real with each other. That if you are ever having a difficult time, that you can go to your brother that is sitting right next to you or whoever you hang out with and let them know, look, I need help. And take the courage and the stand to ask for help. And then also you know that you can go to the Lord at any time. Lord, I need your help today. And he is there to help you with anything that may be going on in your life. He is there to help us. God is faithful. Let me finish with this scripture, Deuteronomy 7, 9. Know therefore that the Lord your God is God. He is the faithful God, keeping his covenant of love to a thousand generations of those who love him and keep his commands. The Lord loves you. And he cares about you. And he knows exactly what you're going through right now. So be encouraged this morning that God has brought you here to the ministry, has you in the spiritual emphasis for a reason and for a purpose. And he's going to reveal it to you. Then you'll be able to put a big old smile. God has selected you and chosen you, and you are a child of God. Amen. Right there where you're at, I want to pray for you, okay? Right there where you're at, I want to pray for you. Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for these men that are here this morning that you have selected, handpicked to be here this morning. And now, Lord, as I have shared testimony and from your word, Lord, and as you have spoken to each and every person in a special and unique way, for them, that word that you have for them, Lord, it is your word to them and that they would receive it with an open heart. And Lord, that they would listen to you, to that word, and that they would cherish that word in your heart because I know that you speak to us. And Lord, whatever any person may be going through right now, hard and difficult time, you are there for them. You help them. And Lord, we pray for our fathers and mothers. That, that, that they would be comforted, Lord, that, 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 that they would know that their sons are doing good, that they would brag about their sons to the neighbors, to the relatives, mijo, está bien, my son is good, he is in teen challenge, está sirviendo al Señor, he is serving the Lord, and I thank you, Lord, for these men. I thank you, Lord. Comfort them with the comfort that you only, you are able to give. Nobody else can give that comfort like you. And that strength that only you are able to give, that they will stand up and be men of God. And I thank you for them, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Once again, thank you for choosing our podcast today. We hope that you're comforted, encouraged, and strengthened in the Lord today because of it. Don't forget to subscribe, though. It's easy. Just go to wherever you're listening right now and click subscribe. God bless you today.